0: Welcome to the Locked On Steelers Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is Thursday, July 15th, and we're inching ever so close to training camp. So I'm taking you through the show today solo, by myself. And we're going to talk about one of the training camp battles that won't play out too much this season as far as on the field, what we'll see to impact their record, uh, hopefully. Because we're talking about the backup quarterback spot, Mason Rudolph and, of course, Dwayne Haskins and Josh Dobbs. I wrote about Dwayne Haskins for my Carter's Classroom column earlier this week at DK Pittsburgh Sports. I want to go over my evaluation of him with you on this show and where he stands with Mason Rudolph and how I see this out this, this quarterback battle playing out this season. Training camp, all right here in the Lockdown Steelers podcast, which you can download anywhere, but especially on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast and the app Odyssey. That's A U D A C Y Odyssey. Download us today. And remember, if you give us a five star review with a positive comment, that really helps out the show. And you get a shout out at the end of the show for that. Let's get into it. Back into these training camp battles and what this is going to be like. We're going to look more closely at this now that the training camp is like really approaching us uh, at the end of this month. Now, the backup quarterback position is one that will be talked about until we find who is the heir to Ben Roethlisberger. Some people say it's already Mason Rudolph. Some people say it's going to be Dwayne Haskins. Some people say it, the guy on the roster right now, don't even worry about it. It's going to be something that gets drafted either this year, next year, the year after that, or so on and so forth. But, I'm not here to talk about who's going to be the heir. I'm going to I want to talk about these guys in their skills right now in the year of our Lord 2021. Now, being fair to Josh Dobbs, I'm not really considering him as part of this battle. Josh Dobbs is going to be a career backup in the NFL. And, and maybe even just a career backup for the Steelers. He's a smart guy, a great person. Um, you know, he has the physical tools to him. He's just not going to be the guy that, you know, ascends to be the full time starter in the NFL. And I'd love for him to prove me wrong because I think again he's a great dude and um, he deserves to. He he would deserve a, a great story in the NFL on top of what he's already built. But the two conversations here are about Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins. Now as I said in my intro, I wrote about Dwayne Haskins because I wanted to go over the film on what this guy did in Washington before he came to the Steelers cuz I mean everyone knows if you're just a cat even if you're just a casual fan of football and you heard the name Dwayne Haskins and you were listening or just keeping up with what was going on in Washington, you know he wasn't good. And when I say wasn't good, I mean over 2 years he threw only 12 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. In about sixteen games. He started in thirteen games where the team went three and ten. Now, being completely fair to Dwayne Haskins, that was the Washington football team. They are garbage. They've been garbage. They don't know how to develop quarterbacks. They haven't really had a good team in a long time. I think the last team that was decent was the Kirk Cousins team that he led to the playoffs when he was saying, Yeah, you like that? and all, all that other kind of stuff but they've consistently been inconsistent and when you're a young quarterback and you do need work on your game being in an environment like that ain't going to help you and that's what Dwayne Haskins needs more than ever when he was when he threw 50 touchdowns for Ohio State in his sophomore year he 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 showed off a cannon and there was the promise of hey that guy could be an NFL quarterback But one thing that you could see in college, and and that has carried on to the pros, he's not the most cerebral guy yet. And I'm being kind when I say that. Because I say that about Ben Roethlisberger, that he's not the most cerebral. But Ben has become much more cerebral than where he was when he was in his first five, six years in the league. But Dwayne... A lot of his challenges in front of him right now. And again, I I illustrate this on DKPittsburghSports.com, my Carter's Classroom column that went this Wednesday. Um, If you you missed it, go check it out. It's a a really good read, in my opinion. Uh, But uh, I I put a lot of work into that. And you'll see how, hey, there are times he does read the defense. He does see things and he can get the ball. He does have a cannon. He does have a zip on a ball. But he is easily fooled. In the NFL, because in college, it is much harder to disguise things and to orchestrate stuff because not everybody, of course, it's college. Not everyone's in the, a professional. In the NFL, guys are, are held to such a higher standard because they're professionals, because this is that extra level where they're not only faster and bigger and stronger, but they're communicating at a level that keeps the defense flowing, that's disguising things, that's setting things up. They study at such a higher level. Even Najee Harris, coming from Alabama, the penalty, the, the ultimate, you know, football factory in college football right now. Uh, you know, you could say Clemson and, and a few other schools would be in that mix, but Alabama, they they crank out football players like nobody's business. And even he was like, yeah, studying in the NFL is a whole extra challenge. And he's up for that challenge, Najee Harris. But again, this is about Dwayne Haskins and where he has to go. And part of what it is is when you have a tendency, defenses pick on those tendencies. And in, in, in my Carter's class, when I showed, like, as soon as people started to realize, oh, you like it when it's single high safety, you like to attack the scene when it's cover three, we will bait you into that. And people started baiting him and baiting him. And then you didn't see that same confidence that came from him when he fires the zipping pass, you know, 15 yards downfield. I also looked at his deep passing numbers and saw wasn't that good. It was actually literally the worst. Over a span of two years, with him throwing the deep ball, he th- he has thrown zero touchdowns where the ball traveled 20 yards or further in the air. He's thrown the ball 47 times like that, completed only nine of those passes for 260 yards, zero touchdowns, and four interceptions. That's a problem. And part of it's because he can't dissect defenses the way he will need to if he wants to emerge and become a starter in the NFL. But we're not even there yet. He needs to show, hey, I can last in the NFL. I can be a good backup quarterback. I can know what an offense is supposed to do. And in an emergency situation, go out there and give you a solid drive or two. And again, there's nothing wrong with what the Steelers did in getting him. They didn't lose a draft pick. They're losing a very small amount of salary cap space for just one year. It's a lottery pick ticket they didn't pay for. If he turns out to be the first-round draft pick quarterback he was selected to be, great. If not, oh well, you lost nothing because of it. But Dwayne Haskins has to go up against Mason Rudolph. And I'm going to talk about Mason Rudolph and what he's worked on and how I think he's better than some people say. But first, we're going to talk to our friends at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag, the only place that we trust here in the Lockdown Podcast Network to place bets on. Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to betonline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters and all one word, and that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Right now, sure, the NFL is done, but you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, talking some Steelers football and specifically the backup quarterback battle that we're about to see in Steelers training camp at Heinz Field over the next month or so, month and a half. So, also remember to, to, to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques if you don't already. Um, you can get all my podcasts, all my written work, my, my general takes on sports, um, all those things, and also just general things in life. Uh, I as of recording this, my plan is tonight is to watch the Loki finale because I am a big MCU nerd. I'm a, I'm a big superhero nerd in general, uh, but that's a whole other story. Like, if you want, if you want my superhero opinions, just hit me up on my own Twitter. I, that's what I do. But talking about Steelers football and talking about Mason Rudolph, I, I think that people forget that this guy went through an equivalent of just. First chance hell when it comes to being a quarterback in the NFL. Now, you could say the same thing about Dwayne Haskins because he was brought up by Washington. But when he was finding his feet under him in his first year of starting in the NFL, which was his second year with the Steelers in 2019 when Ben Roethlisberger went down, you could see him start to figure things out in that first Ravens game that he was playing in. And he was and things were starting to click. He had that game against the Bengals where he looked really good Um you know, he, he 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 struggled against the Niners, but, you know, y- you saw that there, there were some wheels spinning up there. And right as he was starting to figure things out, he's, he gets clocked by Earl Thomas. He's knocked out cold before he even hits the ground. And he's out for several weeks as he recovers from that. And then eventually when he does recover from that, he's assaulted by Miles Garrett with his own helmet. As I talked with Arthur Moats about this last week, whether you know whether or not what happened there was someone used a racial slur and all these other things, it was a horrible experience for anyone to go through. Even beyond just the being hit with the in the head with the helmet, that kind of stuff will shock you. And then being accused of saying saying making a racist comment when you're already like dealing like all this stuff, that kind of stuff will you can go up into a shell. You can quit. You can be like, you know what? I don't. I, I don't know how to respond to this. I'm just gonna curl up into a ball because I I don't want to deal with this. But he stuck around, and he's still with the Steelers. He's got one more. He's got he's got one more year in his rookie deal. And they've given him a one year extension on top of that, so he will be here next year in Pittsburgh. He's played in 15 games, started nine of those with five wins and four losses. And to be fair, uh, at least two of those losses he was knocked out of because the the Ravens game, they lost in overtime with Devlin Hodges. And then the Jets game, where he was again looking solid, busted his collarbone, and he was out with that one. But 15 touchdowns through the air, 10 interceptions. Not bad for a a third-round draft pick guy who's still figuring his way out i don't think that mason rudolph is nearly as close to dead in the water as some say now i'm not saying he's the heir. i'm not saying he's the guy the steelers need to just sign him long term that don't take my meaning that way but i have seen this guy work through progressions i have seen this guy he does have an nfl arm he can get the ball down the field but we need to see him show more leadership qualities And I know that's tough while you're not a leader, but that's the thing is when you're not a leader, that's when we find out if you can be a leader. You know, Ben Roethlisberger, when he was young, he didn't, even when he was the starting quarterback, even when people were making those pictures, Big Ben godsend and all those things, and he was a superstar. The stories that came out of the locker room was that, like, often he wasn't the guy that was trying to take charge. That was still the leaders on the team, Polamalu, Ferrier, Harrison, you know, guy Hampton, you know, all the guys that had been there, Jerome Bettis when he was there, Heinz Ward, Alan Fanica. It was those guys that took charge in those moments. And that Ben kind of learned from them and then eventually started to speak up a little bit after his, like, his fourth or fifth season. But a big part of being a quarterback isn't just – being the guy that stands in the pocket and makes the throw or runs in the pocket from the pocket with with how many people you know, with with the changing of of today's game but it's not just doing that it's being able to orchestrate the offense put confidence in yourself and put confidence in your teammates and to be fair to Mason Rudolph we haven't seen him really have much of a chance to to get to do that but again looking at a contemporary a person that you could compare him to. I, I pulled up, to be fair, Daniel Jones. Now, these guys are all quarterbacks who played who who, who, you know, who start, got their first action in 2019. Of course, Daniel Jones and Dwayne Haskins were drafted in 2019. Mason Ruff drafted in 2018 South the entire year. Then his second year came, and that's when Ben got hurt. But since then, his numbers kinda line up with Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones averages about 1.3 touchdowns a game. He averages one straight up one touchdown per game. He averages 0.1 interception less per game. He averages two whole sacks less per game. That's another thing that does on his side. But again, Steelers offensive line. But comparably, Mason Rudolph, when you look at the other quarterbacks of of his generation, if they're not Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen, he actually holds up pretty well to the Baker Mayfields and the Daniel Joneses and the other guys that are of that ilk that haven't ascended to the next level and are kind of figuring things out. Which is why I don't think it's, for Steelers fans who are just saying, hey, Dwayne Haskins, he's just the the new guy. He's going to be the starter. I I think you're jumping the gun here. Because, again, that's why I did this segment about Mason Ruff going back over what he's already done. I think you got to give him his fair due of what he's been through. But enough of the past on both of these guys. I want to evaluate what we need to see in training camp this year to see who's going to be started. We'll do that right after this message from Bill Barr. You need a snack that's going to both help you get through the rest of your day, but also be good for you. That's where Built Bar comes in. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 18 amazing flavors, including six of their newest ones, being caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisps. There's so much to enjoy. And also... Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, continuing our show here on the Steelers backup quarterback situation, looking at it just before training camp. Now, I've talked about Dwayne Haskins' past. I've talked about Mason Rudolph's past. Let's talk about both of their futures. Now, in training camp, I am telling you right now, full out ahead, if you ask me to predict right now what's going to happen, I'd say Mason Rudolph is going to solidify himself as the number 2. Dwayne Haskins will beat out Josh Dobbs as the number 3. If he doesn't beat out Josh Dobbs for the number 3, that might be the last of Dwayne Haskins in the NFL. Maybe someone else gives him a shot, but if if he can't beat up beat out Josh Dobbs. And again, no offense to Josh Dobbs, but he doesn't have that's the, that was there was a the reason why he was drafted later in the year that he was and he hasn't ascended on the Steelers roster even in a year when like when they traded him away, and then he had a chance to kind of play with Gardner Minshew and the Jaguars, and wasn't able to make make that work out. But Dwayne Haskins was drafted in the first round for a reason. Mason Rudolph was drafted in the third round, and you know the Steelers, you know the report coming out of the Steelers camp saying they had a quote unquote first round grade on him. You know they didn't take him the first round. Um, those guys have pedigrees that put them in this in this place to have this battle. They have they have they have better arms, they have the build. You know, I, I think one thing that I've seen out of Josh Dobbs is that he he was he was the at Tennessee he was a leader. He was the guy that galvanized everyone. People got excited when when that when that guy was on the field. And not to say it, the teammates didn't get excited around Mason Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins, but there was a there was a more there there was there was a, a different kind of sense around Josh with Tennessee. But again, that don't always translate to the NFL. But what, what the Steelers quarterback coach, Mike Sullivan, talked about when we talked to him at minicamp, and I asked him, you know, what are you looking for from, you know, what the Steelers are doing, what these guys are doing, and what these quarterbacks, what are you going to press on them? And someone asked him about arm motion. He's like, it's really not the arm motion. Everyone's got the arm motion down, even though that's not true. There are people who need to solidify the arm motion and picking it up and quicken it. But he said the biggest thing that you can coach that can help them is footwork. Because a lot of quarterbacks don't have the footwork to shorten things up. And sometimes, by shortening up your feet, then your arm motion is more fluid. It is quicker. It does get you to get the ball off a little faster. And that's where I look at and I say, okay, if this is going to be a big step for Dwayne Haskins, that's where I'd want to see him make some, make some serious improvements. Now, I'm telling you right now, training camp, ain't nobody going to be able to, you know, unless someone finds a way to get an invisible drone over Heinz Field and zoom in on the feet of these guys every play, we ain't really going to know that until we start seeing these guys play preseason games. Now, Steels Steelers do play four preseason games because they got the Hall of Fame game, and I'm sure we'll see these guys in in those opportunities. But, I, rem- I remind you, so- and, uh, one thing that I've been telling you earlier this offseason. I I believe I said it during mini camp when Steelers were were practicing. But just because you see a guy, I guarantee this will happen at some point just because you see a quarterback go out there or anybody go out there and make play a couple plays in preseason games, that does not mean that that guy will be the next starter right away or the next or the guy who wins that position battle right away. What the coaches will need to see is consistency and development. Do you come to practice with the, with this every day? Where you, you know, were you just hot on that one day in that game? Because I can't work with a guy as a coach. I, my mindset as a coach would be, I couldn't work with a guy that's just hot. You know, you got you saw him get hot for one moment. Unless you saw him get hot, you get he gets hot several moments, and then it's like okay, maybe there's something that we can work with. But I'd rather the guy who comes comes to work every day, giving you gives you consistent effort, and you can you can feel and tangibly understand what he's doing to improve his game. Does he know the playbook? Is he is he going following through with what the what our quarterback coach is teaching about his footwork, about his throwing motion, about putting those things together? When you're doing the quarterback drills, when you're running the two-minute drills in training camp, are you accomplishing the goals that, the, that the, the Steelers coaches set out for you? Because if you're not, it don't matter if you go out and you throw five touchdowns in a preseason game. You go, they, they, they are not going to pick you. I mean, I, and I've seen that for, for the wide receiver position. I've seen it for the linebacker position. I've seen it for edge rushers. There are plenty of guys who have been preseason heroes for the Steelers. But because they don't they don't they're not a practice player. And this it happens a lot in college, too. Uh Pat Narduzzi tells us this when we cover I, I cover pit football as well for DK. Um But be, you know, there's oftentimes there's there's game day guys where in college it's more common because, you know, it's not the pros and you you have less competition to make the starting roster, but you know, oftentimes there's guys who will show up for game day, but not takes practices seriously all throughout the week, and that often happens with younger guys because they don't need to do that as much in 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 uh, in high school. But when you're in the professionals, you when you're in the NFL, you gotta show up. You gotta be ready. You have to take on every task you can. And when you're when the when you show the coaches, hey, not only did I show up today and 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 understand everything that you were throwing at me, not only do I understand this playbook. You know, like like it's the back of my hand. But when you when you have the confidence to put me in the game, I deliver for you. That's when you start to prove things. So Dwayne Haskins, I truly believe with the physical talents that this man has at his at his disposal, he is in a prime position to earn the third spot quarterback spot for the Steelers this year. I don't think that I think that it, it would take a drastic and I mean a serious. On you know, un, un, unearthly jump for him over Mason Rudolph to take that number that number two spot. He would have to like play. He would have to look like he he should be the Steelers starter right away to win that spot. You know, it, it's like boxing. You know, when you're when you're battling someone who has the championship belt, you can't draw with them. You have to beat them. You have to, the judges have to either award you the decision or you got to knock them out. But if it's a draw, they keep the belt. And that will be the case for Mason Rudolph this year. He is the established number two Steelers quarterback on this roster. He has nine starts under his belt and a winning record with those nine starts. He has 15 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. They're going to go with that guy who's been in the offense. And even though this is is Matt Canada, it's a new offense, and a new offensive line coach, and a new offensive line in general, Mason has been in the locker room. He knows the the team. He knows the teammates. He's thrown touchdowns to these guys. If Dwayne Hassan's going to knock Mason Rudolph off, he's going to have to not only do the things to win the job, by showing up consistently, knowing the playbook, doing the footwork, doing the throwing motion, playing well in, in, in as many opportunities as you can in those practices, and showing up in the preseason. But he would have to be otherworldly in doing it. He would have to be like, "Whoa, that—that's the Dwayne Haskins that they that the that Washington thought when they were going to get with the 15th overall pick. That's the guy who looks like the heir. Then we'll have a different conversation. But that—the chances of that—I would give it a five percent chance of something like that happening. And that's not downing Dwayne Haskins. I've liked his, ta- his tape in college. I've, I've watched him grow as a quarterback. I've watched him struggle in Washington. I'm just like, man, if only he can get the, these things done. And sometimes when you're with an organization like Washington, it's really hard to do that because – you can't trust what you're being told. You can't trust what's, you know, what's happening with you. There were clear problems because Dan Snyder stepped in and drafted him and Ron Rivera's crew didn't like him and Jay Gruden's crew didn't like him. There was a lot of different things that were going on there. And that's why Washington has been a complete mess for the better part of two decades. But now you're with the Steelers. You have an established starting quarterback. There's no pressure on you to become the starter this year. There's no pressure on you to have to be ready to take the reins and command this offense and and have the whole city either behind you or, or eating or eating your face off as you throw four interceptions in a game. All he has to work on is himself, and if he does that, the Steelers will keep him around. And this is why I say, I'd say I give him a sixty percent chance that he in this training camp does those things and isn't otherworldly, but is solidly the guy that they're like, hey, you know what? That guy's good. We're going to keep him around. He's still got a lot of polishing to do, and he still has to understand our scheme and our offense and what we're trying to teach him and what we do here with this new offense we have. But he's good. We're going to keep him around. And then what will happen is if he does that, then they can see about keeping him and it's like, "Okay, what happens next year? Does Ben stick around? Is you know, do we do we, does Mason just automatically get the job if Ben doesn't stick around? Do these guys battle it out? Do they draft a quarterback?" That's a whole other bridge, but it's he, Dwayne Haskins will be much better off if he's at that bridge rather than he couldn't beat up beat out Josh Dobbs for the third quarterback spot in the Steelers training camp. All that will be revealed over the next month and a half, which is something exciting. I am I think will be to watch something that I'll talk about a lot here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. So stay tuned with more of that. I'm going to be giving you guys all the goods all season long, as I always do here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Thanks again for listening to the show here. We're wrapping up Thursday. We've got Fantasy Draft Friday coming back tomorrow. The Yin's Hers podcast. Our friends over there, Morgan, Jordan, Samantha, they're returning tomorrow to play Fantasy Draft Friday. All-time Steelers wide receivers—they're picking their lists. Be sure to listen to that. It's going to be a fun show. They these ladies did so much work. Also, uh, just an, uh, an announcement that I'm making on this show that I had that we we'll, we'll talk a lot about a lot tomorrow as well. But um, I am going to be playing in the Three Rivers Celebrity Softball Game. that's going to be hosted at the Washington Wild Things Park. It's the, uh, it's in Washington, PA. It's their it's like a it's like their minor league baseball team out there. But uh, it's a celebrity softball game. Several Steelers will be there. Terrell Edmonds, Cam Hayward, Deontay Johnson, Nachi Harris, Pat Frymuth, Alex Highsmith, Kenja Green. A lot of those guys are going to be playing softball with us there. But also Morgan will be playing playing with us. Arthur Motes will be playing with us. A lot of radio guys in Pittsburgh. Paul Zeiss will be playing with us. Uh, we'll also have uh, Samantha and Jordan announcing the game. So if you want a good time, it's only 10 bucks to come out. Come out and support the Hayward House Foundation. They're the they're the charity that this benefits Um, support them you get to you get you get to see me Morgan and um, a whole bunch of other people as well as a lot of your favorite Pittsburgh Steelers it's a great event come out and support that event we appreciate those who um, who will come out and support but anyways thanks for those who support this podcast the Lockdown Steelers podcast right here you can download on Apple Spotify Google Podcasts or the app Odyssey that's A-U-D-A-C-Y Odyssey and thanks again for those who who continue to support us with five star views and positive comments, when you do those, it really helps out, and I get you a shout out at the end of the show. Again, I'm Chris Carter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. Back in your ears tomorrow with more on Fantasy Draft Friday with the Interns Podcast.